Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. What is going on, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. Now, I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand, and I'm a husband, a father, a master coach, a co-creator of the Push Coach Certification School, and 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggled with giving all my time and energy to my professional life and having nothing left over to give my family or for myself. Now, through this process, I discovered I could excel in every area of my life if I was willing to master my mindset. So this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders in business and career who want to create more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's episode. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. What is going on, my people? Welcome back to another Thursday microcast episode. I am super pumped for today's podcast on how leadership can actually help you in life. What's crazy is as I'm going through creating this new YouTube channel, um, I'm constantly like going in there to see like what people are searching. And one of the things that people search all the time is like, how can leadership help them in business? How can leadership help them with their family? How can leadership help them in their personal health? And really, it's like, how can leadership help me in multiple areas of my life? And I was like, you know what? I really want to do a podcast here to really show people that like this is that universal skill that when they learn can really have that kind of exponential impact. Now, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here because early on in my police career, I was taking many leadership classes that were all around professionally leading. And what I noticed is that when I was taking it, and this makes sense, right? When I was taking it for my LAPD police career, like a lot of the things that I was learning was things that was related to the LAPD police career. Now, the way that my brain works, and this is like one of my superpowers, is like I can take those universal principles and move those into many different areas, but a lot of people can't. And when they, when you don't realize that you're actually learning things that you can actually lead well at home with, you can lead yourself with. It's a total game changer, but there are going to be sometimes like specific trainings, like let's say training as a police officer on the line during a skirmish line. That's a little bit different than leading at home. So there are going to be some things that aren't necessarily crossed over. So really thinking that just learning leadership skills around your business or around your career is going to help make you an incredible leader is not really the case because you're missing out on some other key components here. But I do want to say that there are pieces that do translate into different areas there they do actually carry over and i want to share some of those universal principles with you guys here today so you can kind of see not only how you could use this leadership ability in multiple different areas but why like taking the time and energy to develop this is so important i come across so many people who are either starting a business working on their health working on their relationship with their wife or their husband working on their relationship with their kids and they they don't realize that leadership is what they need it's actually developing their leadership will help them in those specific areas. It's one of those areas that actually gives to every single one of those areas. And they're looking for the tactics on how to get their kids up early from bed. 
They're looking for the tactics of how to get people to um, buy something from their program. They're looking for the tactics on how to ask somebody a question to really be able to like get them to take action on it and see incredible results. And the answer is always leadership, guys. The answer is always leadership. You know why? Because leadership is about influence. John Maxwell says leadership is about is is all about influence, nothing more, nothing less. And influence is not something that is just used professionally. It also can be used when you're parenting. It also can be used in your business. It can also be used in leading yourself. If you can influence yourself to take the actions that you want to take and actually want to take them because of the end results of what it is you're going to accomplish, that makes you like a successful leader by leading your life. How about if like you want to get your kids to eat more broccoli? If you want to get your kids to wake up and, and um, you know, get out, of, get out of bed on time and go to school and do their homework... How would you be able to do that if you were more effective at influencing them to take those actions? And then if you're trying to get people to change their life, because literally that's what we do in businesses, right? We actually help solve huge problems. Sometimes problems that people don't know they exist. Sometimes problems that people do know they exist. But we help teach them how to solve problems. But how do we teach them to solve problems? Unfortunately, guys, listening to a podcast and like watching videos, especially when they're free, we don't really have the buy in there, right? I personally know I listen to podcasts and I, I watch videos, but I know for me, when I want to learn a skill, I actually go in, I buy, I purchase like a, either a program, a book, um, something else that actually has my buy in so that I can actually have that step-by-step system. And that's how important it is, is you're influencing people to take that next step because how many of you guys have actually had results in your life from things that have just become free? Versus how many of you have actually had access like to other things that actually cost money, they cost time. Sometimes time is the most expensive, not sometimes, all the time, time is the most expensive thing. You give something extra time, extra money, and as a result, you actually take the actions to do it. Well, you're much more likely to do that because you have that buy-in. Because for some reason, our brain thinks that free is like great content, it's great information, but we actually don't take action on it. But if you can influence somebody to buy your program, to take that next step, to join your coaching program, that is a game changer because you're going to be able to change their life and effectively their, their families and their entire whoever else that is like really... It's kind of like the ripple effect. Anybody else who's like connected to them, right? But we have to be able to influence them and not doing it in a way that's like phony or fake, right? We don't want to influence our kids by tricking them into eating things, right? Because they're never going to trust us again. Plus, that's just not a great way to lead, all right? That's really why I wanted to put together this training for you, okay? So one of the biggest lessons that I learned around leadership was developing the skills of coaching developing the skills of coaching. Now, some of you guys know I have a certification that I actually co-created with my mentor, Josh Coates. And I also have a program called the Ideal Leader Blueprint for people who want to just get started. Maybe they can't um, invest that much inside of the uh, the Push Coach Certification School, or they just want to get started with leading right now. Maybe they just got a specific promotion. They want to learn some valuable tools to be able to lead better at home or at work. Um, using the, the skill of coaching is like literally through everything that I touch because it's had the most impact in my entire life. I'm going to give you an idea of like what that actually looks like, because I really think coaching and leading is very, very similar. Um, And really, when you're being effective at coaching people, you're actually leading people, but you're not leading them to what you want. You're actually leading them to what they want. Okay, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but we're going to break this down to a three part process here on how leading and coaching is really the only way to lead in your life, lead in your business, lead at home, lead yourself, all those great things is really all about leading and coaching, all right? So number one, the first part of this process is when you're leading people, you must first identify what they want. When you're leading people, you must first identify what they want. So if they're my kids, what do they want? 
if I'm talking about at work, what do they want? If I'm talking about like somebody on a, a coaching, a client of mine, what do they want? If I think about myself, what do I want? And you got to really focus on that first, because I think a lot of times we forget about that. When we're helping other people, we're like, okay, well, like here we're at work. We need to actually like figure out what the team wants, what's best for the team, what's best for the long term, what's best for like. Uh, but here's the thing, like if we just focus on that, we're losing the context of that specific person. There's this great place in the middle where you get between where they want and what the company, what the department, what the future, what what the team, what the family wants. And you can mix them up and you can actually have a win win situation, but you can never have that if you only start with asking what the team wants. So you've always got to find out what they want, all right? And I'll give you an example when we get through this, but it always starts out with identifying what they want. If you own a business, if you're just telling them about what it is you sell, you're missing the point. You got to find out what do they want? What do they want, all right? Instead of telling them what you know they need, all right? Telling them what they need. Kids, you need to eat your broccoli, like, how helpful is that, right? That's being pushed towards something. It's not like they're not having that personal buy-in. So you got to find out what they want, all right? And how we do that is we ask questions, right? We ask questions. Number two is we have, then we have to identify what's best for the team or for the long term, all right? So if this is a team, if it's a family, like find out what's best for the team or the family or what's best for the long term. For me, if I'm like thinking about leading myself, I want to figure out what I want and what's best for the long term, all right? And really that those are two different pieces, but you have to be able to identify them. So if I'm talking to somebody and they're like, I just want to be a better leader. I want to be more effective. I just got this new promotion. I don't think like I wasn't born a great leader. I don't have all of these skills. And like tomorrow I'm going into work and I need some help with leading, right? So they have this pain that they're like, this is what I want. I want to learn some skills to become a better leader, right? And when I think about like the team, what does the actual team need here? Or what is the long-term thing is they want to become a, a powerful leader that their team can just like, they can influence their team to not only hit their goals, but also hit everybody's goals and have it be a, a huge success for the team. Right. And so I'm going to think about this through the frames of how would I do both? All right. So how would I do both? What can I teach them today that will give them a skill that will give them a quick win, but also set them up for the future by helping everybody else on the team also get a quick win. And now my brain goes into finding that answer. All right. And that's number step. Number three is asking a question to bridge the gap between those things. All right. Asking a question to bridge the gap. And remember, we don't have to have the answers. I was actually reading this book, still reading this book, Cal Newport, um, Deep Work, he talks about this in a little bit more detail. And I've known about this, but I hadn't really known about like the detail that that he was kind of talking about. And that is like, like your brain. So you have the conscious and the unconscious, right? This is, by the way, life coaches. I'm speaking your language right now. Conscious versus unconscious. That's really what we spend our time like looking into, right? Well, you have your conscious brain that does things like math equations. Like it has to go through this step, through this step, through this step, through this step. And we solve it consciously. But you have this thing running in the background. It's actually running even when you're sleeping. And it solves puzzles and problems for you that don't have multiple steps. So if you program a question in here of like, how could I do both? And now your brain is actually working even when you think it's not. Even when you're like consciously focused on, on something else. Have you ever found that? Like sometimes you wake up and you're exhausted still. You're like, my brain is like, it's like still on, right? And it's because it's like literally trying to find the answers. And it's crazy that it does that because then from then on, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, here's the answer, right? And it's because your brain was working in the background. 
And that's what really you can do when you program it with an incredible question. All right. So I'm going to give you some examples. All right. Let's say um, this is a great example because this is one that Josh uses a lot and it really like connects with me. And I, I, I know I told you guys the story about me getting my daughter up from school um, and really identifying what she wants, which she wants to spend more time with her family. She wants to be able to um, explain like a math uh, equation to me. And by doing that, I was able to use that to frame it, to get her to come out of bed. So you've heard me say that before, but I want to share this one with you because this is one that Josh talked about. So he wants his kids to eat more vegetables, right? He wants his kids to eat more vegetables. Now, what he knows what they want is they want to eat ice cream. All right. How effective of a leader would you be if you were like, guys, you need to eat your vegetables. Let me tell you the exact reason, the science behind it. You're going to get diabetes. You're going to do all this stuff. You do all the scare tactics, right? Which never work, even though that that's what was used for me, right? I actually ran the opposite direction, right? But what if we like found out what they want and what they really want is they want ice cream. Now, how could you bridge that gap? Well, as a leader, I wouldn't go in leading with what I want them to do or what the team or what the family is going to do or what their long-term benefits are from broccoli because kids could care less. But what if I approached it like this? Hey guys, like we had that new ice cream place that opened down the street. Like, what do you guys think about going there tonight? And they're like, yeah, like that would be awesome. And I'd be like, well, what, what flavor would you get? I heard they have this new flavor down there that's like really good. Like what toppings would you get on there? And they're like, oh man, I would get this. My daughter would be like, oh, I'd get the Sour Patch Kids and I'd get this and this and this. I'm like, okay, awesome. Here's what we have to do. If everybody finishes their dinner today and eats everything on their plate, we're going to that place, we're getting ice cream. Now, what are the chances of them actually doing that? Because they want to get ice cream versus going, hey, guys, you have to eat your ice. Your, you have to eat your ice cream. You have to eat your broccoli. You got to do this. It's really healthy for you. It's got a lot of calcium. It's got 2,347 superfoods in it. And if you eat it, then we can go get ice cream. Like how much more likely are you to do it that way or to how to, to get them to buy in? The answer is you're not because you're meeting them where you want to be, not where they are and what they want. And really using this uh, strategy doesn't just help professionally, but it also helps at home. And it also does help professionally. I want to give you another example. All right. So we had this pursuit policy that came down in LAPD. um, I don't know, like seven or eight years ago. And it wasn't one that people really appreciated. It basically said that we can't pursue people who run from us. We have to have an actual like specific crime that we know. So there could be situations where we're like, driving around, we see something, something suspicious, we go to stop them. And because we don't have an actual crime, they run and they flee. We've done that before where they have guns, they've committed robberies, they've done all these kind of things. But we were getting into traffic accidents, we were putting people in a lot of danger. And so it wasn't like the best use of the safety for the community. And so they came out, LAPD came out with this new policy that you cannot pursue any infractions, and it has to be a misdemeanor or above. Now, let me tell you, at the time, not a lot of people agreed with it, but I had this really incredible lieutenant and this lieutenant knew exactly how to meet us where we want. And so what he was thinking about is he's like, okay, what do the guys want? They want to be able to solve crimes. They want to be able to catch people. They want to be able to put people in jail that deserve to be in jail. So how could we use this policy to actually help them do that at the same time, be within policy guidelines so that they can like not only um, have less um, uh, danger for the community, but also put more people behind bars. And so what he did is he came into roll call and he's like, guys, listen, I know that not everybody loves this policy. And to be honest, I don't necessarily love this policy, but I know this is what you want. 
These are the things that you want to accomplish. And this is what we want to do. We want to make sure that the citizens are safe while we're doing this stuff. Because if we take somebody off um, the streets and they had a gun and they did a robbery, and as a result, we hurt somebody because they got into a traffic collision because they wanted to get away. Like, how would that feel if that was your family that that happened? So what we're going to do is we're going to implement this. This is how it's going to benefit you. And this is also how it's going to benefit the team and how it's going to benefit the community. It's going to make us all safe. We're going to go home safe every single day. And we're still going to get the bad guys. Are you guys in or not? And I can tell you that the trajectory of what happened in that roll call was like, we're in. Let's do this. And it was kind of funny because other watches had the opposite effect because most people would go in there and go, guys, new policy. This is what's going on. And this is what you have to do. Deal with it. Figure it out. You'll, you've got this, right? That's the old style of leadership, by the way. It doesn't work because everybody is revolts. Everybody talks behind your back. And maybe when they're in front of you, they'll do it that way, but not when they're behind, right? But really getting them to buy in was a game changer for us. This is why it's so powerful when you learn the skill of leadership, when you learn the skill also of coaching, right? Which is why I teach in the Ideal Leader Blueprint how to coach through the process or know how to lead through the process of coaching. It is a game changer because it's a skill you can use in multiple different areas, all right? So let's go over this three, uh, these three, this three-part system real quick, all right? Number one is identify what they want. Whenever you're leading somebody, find out, figure out, ask questions to identify what they actually want. Number two, identify what is best for the team or best for the long term. If you're talking about yourself or like your kids, what's best for the family, what's best for your long term, things that we're not thinking about, right? It's a lot of times it's not the things that are like right here, like immediate satisfaction. It's things that are in the in the future, but identify what those things are and then ask questions on how you can bridge the gap so you can get both of those. Because how many of you guys want to have your cake and eat it too? I don't know where that came from, but I was just kind of thinking about that right now. Like, why would you want to have a cake and not be able to eat it, right? It's the power of bridging that gap between both, okay? And of course, if this is something that you think is is a skill that you want to really develop, you really want to dive into your leadership, please reach out because literally I have a course that is super short that will help teach you how to lead not only uh, effectively with yourself, not only effectively at home with your family, but also professionally and in your business so you can become the kind of person that other people want to follow. And if you want more information about that, reach out to me, shoot me an email, mark at mindsetwithmark.com. Find me on any of the social medias, do whatever you need to, to get my attention. And I will share with you how the program works. All right. All right, guys, I appreciate you so freaking much. Keep leading from the front and I will see you guys next Monday. Bye everybody.